You're listening to Living Out Loud. I'm Mary. I'm Bridget. And I'm Monse. And we are Sinners on the Journey to Sainthood. Come road trip with us as we live out loud. All right, y'all. Welcome back to episode nine of Living Out Loud. Um, Today we're going to be talking about the role of music um, in our culture. And yeah, we each have a question that we're going to bring to the table on um, something related to music. But yeah, I think music is just really cool because it's not it's not a coveted skill anymore. It's, you know, rather a form of expression, something that appeals to our emotions and brings hope to humanity um, and speaks <laughs> what cannot always be said. <laughs> um, I know that sounds like really crazy and dramatic, you know, like, oh, it's fueled revolutions and uprisings. Um, but it's true. And it conveyed like messages to those who felt lost and everything in between. Um, music is not just a part of a person, but it's it's um, it's something they do, you know? Um, it's now more than ever a celebration. And um, yeah, you know, I, I think about like being at schools, it's everywhere. It's from people's earbuds hanging off their, their neck um to like the speakers at the mall like music just is everywhere um and not only does it like you know indirectly impact people it directly impacts people too so with all that being said um i think my question for today um relates to how um does music relate to beauty um so i guess i'll start off with that but um i honestly think that music and beauty are closely related because What's beautiful is what is created by God. Um, God's creation is just, is beauty. And um, I took a music class this fall that really just like changed my outlook on um, Christian music. And we just, you know, really got to analyze different pieces and see how, um, you know, like different words related to like certain aspects of music. But that's not what I'm here to talk to you about. Um, I'm here to talk to you about how like just the music we listen to on a daily basis whether it's country music or it's jazz, um, it might bring that smile to your face. And I think it's, you know, such a gift because music really does just like transcend the soul. And if we use music to glorify God, that can be a, a, a source of prayer. And um, I really just think that music is just so powerful. It's universal and um, it just has this power of transformation that is, you know, the core of the beauty of music. Bridget, that was good. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was really honest. Um, there was a certain part that you said. Did you say music transcends life or something like that? Yeah, like it transcends um, because, like, again, music is from, like, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, music, but beauty is also from God. And so it, it has this transcend- transcendental aspect to it, which is just incredible. Yeah. Ah, so cool. Yeah, it's cool to think about how all things beautiful are from God. And, like, there can never be something, like, something cannot be ugly unless it was once beautiful. Um, And, like, music is something that has, like, been around for so long, even if it wasn't, at like, always a complete, like, composition. Like, it's like I'm I feel like the cavemen probably just like <laughs> made like little sounds like boom 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 you know but like 
it has always been there and like instruments have like um gone also gone through evolution uh and it that was like variant on the times um so really really cool how like music has always been some a way that people express themselves and share something together um share beauty a feeling and emotion um yeah that's really really cool to think about in that aspect but yeah it's always been around and like you said like if it's from a mall like somewhere in a mall where they're just playing music in the background whenever you walk into a mall and it's just silent it's kind of just weird right but then like when there's music even if you're not even actually fully listening like you know subconsciously like there's a sound there which I feel like is such a beautiful thing um but also I don't know sometimes I also think it can be a little bit negative-ish because like we said music is something beautiful and also a lot of like beautiful things need to be used in the right way correct um but then I feel like sometimes it's so easy to like not be okay with silence sometimes and so like you feel like you need to fill every space all the time which like I mean obviously like music at a mall would not be like bad but like I don't know. I feel like for some reason that's something I've actually been thinking about a lot recently. So that's why I'm like bringing it up. But yeah, it's just like there is time for beauty and that's like all the time, but it has to be like used correctly, right? I don't know. That didn't really make sense. But <laughs> um, mm, yeah, I'm just like still reflecting on what you said. And that was really, really cool for you. Yeah. Well put together. Thought. Seriously, way to go, Bridget. Um, also, yeah, Mons, I think that was, like, talked about in some Pints with Aquinas episode. So, shout out to Pints with Aquinas and Matt Frad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that was talked about, like, how, um, yeah, I maybe it was, like, an episode on silence or something, or they were just talking about silence and um, just how society is geared toward, like, like hurting us away from silence basically and like how there's constantly music in the background of like stores and stuff just like you're saying as like one example of that I guess of like hurting us away towards like hurting us away from our like having an internal silence I guess um so that's just kind of like an interesting thing to think about but um yeah Bridget I do yeah music can be just so beautiful and I think it's so cool how you can say the same words that are in a song, but like when they're actually in the song itself, it's like so different. So yeah, it's just so interesting to think about that. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Um, I don't know why I totally forgot this, but one of my favorite things, which is really funny because like obviously it shows the beauty of it, of music, but it's just like sitting in a room with like a few people just like the vibes <laughs> of just like having some music on whether it's like praise or just some like nice acoustic music like lord knows mary and i did this a lot <laughs> sophomore year in our room and you're just like listening to <laughs> a song like whether it be the lyrics or just like the like little <laughs> plucking of the guitar strings or like mary loved like all the whistling and stuff <laughs> Um, yeah, like, yes. 
share like oh my gosh like that sounded like so cool or like yeah like this these lyrics are so beautiful and like you can dive deep like dive deep into the meaning of it um and just also a lot of times like there might be a lot of songs that might be like secular um and you just kind of find like such a deep meaning to it that connects to something even greater and I think that kind of goes with the idea of like how beauty always points to God and like when you know God in your heart like it kind of just like when like you're just like oh my gosh like they're talking about God without talking about God you know or like something that is of God like love or sacrifice you're just like wow this is gorgeous absolutely gorgeous so it's like yeah music just screams poetry and beauty and goodness but then there's also music that can take away too yeah we'll go into that later i think (laughs) um mm, so cool bridge that was a that was a good guiding question (laughs) oh thanks (laughs) okay so now my question is i know that like myself when i was growing up i was totally influenced by the music my parents used to listen to which like ranged on such a big spectrum um because like we have like the mexican traditional music with like all the mariachis and like they're super like belty like cries um and then also just like the mexican rock music well hispanic rock (laughs) um but then also like for some reason my parents were into like a lot of like irish origin bands like the cranberries and um shoot i forget the other ones but i know there were multiple um so yeah i just grew up with that (laughs) a lot and it just became my childhood and what i knew and stuff um but like I don't think it was until I was like 13 or something that I started listening to my own music so my question was at what age did you you guys start listening to your own music um and did your parents like have a big influence on what you listen to and kind of just how music or like how you grew your your fondness for like particular types of music you know, so like I said, I think I was probably like 13. Uh, it's when I first started. Well, it's when I first got a tablet <laughs> and I got Pandora and I made my own like little like radios. And then Ramon, my brother, he got into Spotify and then I followed along like two years after or something. Um, and that's when I started. I definitely think don't like to make my brother feel great about this, but he gets this one. <laughs> he definitely also influenced influenced my music a lot um not completely because there's definitely some music that I'm like (laughs) um but yeah it's like the people around us kind of just like little pieces of everywhere and then you grab what you also really love um for me like I love Lord Huron because I love the sound of the music especially with Lord Huron I'm like it connects with nature as well and so it kind of goes to like the point of beauty of like music can enhance certain situations or um, environments or moments. It's like, I feel like it just with like so many other things, like it should just add more to where you're at 
you know, it shouldn't take away. So that's why there's always like the right time for it. Anywho, so yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, well, I guess I will go first on this. Um, I, so my mom was definitely like the listening to Caleb type of gal, like, um, in the car. Um, and yeah, I feel like my dad, I mean, maybe he would also play that. And then like also like his news stations and stuff back in the day. So like, that's, I guess what I was exposed to, like driving in the car with my parents, um, when I was little. Um, but then like, with friends and stuff more exposed to like pop songs of like the time and stuff and then um I have older siblings that are like 10 years older than me basically and so um my sister's band was like need to breathe throughout growing up like she loved them so I know like almost all of need to breathe's like discography I feel like (laughs) at least from like a certain time period um but yeah uh and then my brother exposed me more to like some 80s songs, which I loved, like loved. And I also like would play Guitar Hero with him and his friends and stuff back in the day when I was like really little and I would like beat his friends and stuff because I loved that game so much. And um, so, yeah, I was like exposed to more like 80s rock type of music and stuff um, through that and loved that. And then more and more with my dad growing up, like with Pandora and stuff, like you said, once like. Um, I like got into more like old songs like 80s pop and rock Um, so yeah and I personally really enjoyed that music too Um, and then on my own I would say sometime around high school yeah I was like you know in the Spotify um, era I guess you could say and yeah just kind of more song exposure like through friends and stuff I think came about if that was phrased correctly. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mary, I really liked how you touched upon like Guitar Hero. I totally like have memories of like New Year's parties with friends playing Just Dance and like the different songs would come on and it was like, oh my gosh, it's like Good Girl by Carrie Underwood and everyone's <laughs> freaking out and stuff. Um, but in like what you were saying, Monte, about how like different people like have influenced your music choices. Um, and, like, I totally agree with that. Like, there's different songs that will come on, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that totally reminds me of, like, so-and-so, or, like, this memory of us, like, driving in the car um, and, like, going to this place. Um, and I just, I think that's so, like, so cool. Um, for me, like, I feel like music has just been a part of my life for a long time. I remember, like, we lived really close to my grandparents growing up, so we would walk, my sister and I would walk over to their condo, and um they were always like listening to music or like singing a song and honestly I think that's why for me today there literally is a song like you could say a word and I have a song for it like (laughs) there literally is just like a song for everything I just truthfully believe that um but I think my earliest memory of like music was in the car as well and we listened to like Lady A like before it was Lady A we listened to like Lady Antebellum that was like that was the jam in the car um and I think like our first concert we went to was like Taylor Swift and her like first album like two drops on my guitar talk like that kind of that kind of Taylor Swift era um and she was like opening for Rascal Flatts so like that's like what I like started off with which is just crazy to me um 
And then, yeah, like, my parents definitely listened to, like, 80s and all sorts of different things. And I loved, like, the 50s and 60s that my grandparents would listen to. But, yeah, it, I'm not a Spotify gal. I'm definitely an Apple Music girl. And, um, yeah, when I got Apple Music, that was, like, a game changer. Because all of a sudden, it was, like, I can download all this music and, like, create playlists and stuff. And, um, actually, tonight, it's so funny... I was um, cleaning up my dinner and I was like, wait, I want to put on some music. And so I like went through my Apple music playlist and it was like replay 2015. And it was so fun because I'm like listening to all these old songs and it's just so cool. Like I know every word to it. It's been like years, like almost, you know, 10 years since I've listened to some of these songs and it's just like immediately comes back to you. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, music has been definitely really important in my life. And also it's been a prayer for me. Like I used to, and, you know, still to to some extent canter or like sing in music ministry. Um, and that's just, I think like music is a gift God has given me to share. And it's really just been such a blessing to, um, you know, sing at weddings and at mass and just glorify God and like lead others in that glory um, to him as well. It's really, yeah, definitely just been something that's super special to me um, in addition to just listening to music that I like. Good stuff. Um, so my question that I haven't like totally formulated as a question yet in my head, but like, I guess kind of just a topic like on my mind that came up when talking about music is like um I I struggle it's like such a struggle um like sometimes when you find a song that is like just an absolute jammer like such a great beat and stuff but then like you realize what the lyrics are saying or implying and it's like oh why do they have to just ruin this music with these lyrics and I don't know about you guys and like I'd love to like hear your guys's perspectives but like it can sometimes be so hard to not like be a slave to the song and like to like the beat of a song and like yeah just be stronger and like be able to sit like not listen to a song because of the lyrics and like what it promotes and stuff like that um I don't know. That was just something on my mind. <laughs> that that's a great point to bring up, Mary, because it's definitely very hard. Um, yeah, it's not fun sometimes because there are so many songs that are very catchy, or you'd never realize, like, oh shoot! Like, actually, recently there was a song I was listening to. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and it was actually, like, very explicit. But, like, it kind of just gets twisted up and fast and stuff. And you don't even realize. And sometimes I'm like, I feel like it might have actually been, like, it might have been, I can't talk. <laughs> it might have been made to be like that, you know? Like, I definitely think that, like, Satan sometimes, a lot of times, tries to, like, sneak his way where you wouldn't realize or it just becomes such a normal thing. So you don't even, yeah, you're just like, oh, what? Like, 
and then you go and read. It's like not reading the fine print. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it. We had like a small little conversation before this, before recording, about how subconsciously, um, especially as a kid, as a young kid, like all the songs on the radio for the most part, like nowadays they don't have any good message to them. Um, not saying that they all are that way, but a lot of them don't. <laughs> and um, it's just something that you listen to and like you know the words too, and it's a lot of fun and stuff. But then when you grow up a few more years, then you realize, or even like even songs that I realize, like, oh, that's like not the greatest, they're like even worse now. I'm like, oh shoot, that is not the greatest. Um, but yeah, I one year. I was doing, like, a fast, like, a spiritual fast, um, and it was really hard, but I think I kind of was starting to notice, like, hmm, like, maybe, I think it's, <laughs> it's because I was listening to a lot of, like, lovey-dovey music, and that's, like, not bad, but I noticed that, like, it was making me just, like, really, really crave a relationship and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know, just, like, real um want something that might not even be like as much as like love music is so cute um like it's obviously not all completely real you know it's maybe giving me like a false image of <laughs> what love is um anywho so yeah I was just listening to so much like lovey-dovey music and I was like oh my gosh I want a boyfriend blah 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 and so I was just like thinking about that all the time and uh yeah I'm I'm glad I decided to do like this fast but so one of the things I did on that was I was like, okay, I'm going to only listen to, um, like, I'm not going to listen to any secular music. So it had to be, like, instrumental or it had to be, like, prayerful. Uh, and that's when I started also getting into Need to Breathe. And I definitely started my folk, my, like, folk and <laughs> folky era. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely think that's when... I really started finding my own like music taste, but that was really great because I I just loved that music and everything kind of just turned more into a prayer or something that was reflective or something that might not have even had words, but was just like super uplifting and just made my heart like so excited, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, so great. But yeah, it's just like realizing that, okay, if this is what I'm feeding myself, my brain my thoughts, um, like, kind of, singing is, you know how, like, they say that, like, if you sing in praise, it's, like, three times as many prayers, um, super, super cool, but, like, also, if you think about it, like, if you're not singing, not saying that you, all you're singing should be praise, but, like, it should all at least be truly beautiful, and if you're not, then, like, you're kind of hurting your soul in that way even more so than just speaking. Yeah, I don't know. It's just because you're subconsciously, like, letting not-so-good stuff in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I It's definitely hard, though, to uh, filter out all the bad music because sometimes it's like, oh, but I really, like, just have loved this song for so long but I have to let it go. But you know what? I know it's bad. And if I know it's bad, then it's okay. Like, I know I don't actually believe what I'm, like, saying. But our brains aren't 
smart enough to actually <laughs> be like, okay, yeah, don't subconsciously think that. Yeah, just my thoughts. Thanks for sharing, Mons. Um, I totally agree. I feel like a lot of times um, Satan, like, uses music as a tool to, um, like, work against us and God. And, um, you know, I think, like, the different messages, like, even if it's not explicitives, like, just the different stories and messages within these songs and like not even just like rap songs like people might be like oh it's just like those but it could even be in a country song like just different messages um that are just like not appropriate but yet like again we get caught up in like the tune or whatever um and it's catchy and yeah I think like my journey with that kind of music um I remember my like freshman year I came back from college and my mom was like you have quite the trucker mouth and I was like no I don't and, like, I, like, don't really swear, um, but, like, it was, like, a lot more swearing than I usually do. And I was, like, huh, whatever. And then going into, like, the fall of my sophomore year, I remember going to confession and, like, talking to the priest about it. I was, like, yeah, like, I, um, like, listen to music. And then, like, we had, like, he had this conversation with me of, like, you know, like, what you're putting into your soul um, impacts, like, your thoughts, like you talked about, Moans, and also, like, how you like what you're speaking and I was like oh so like that makes sense why I was like swearing so much because it's just like I'm listening to this so like it makes sense even though like I totally think that like decredits you as a person when you're like you know swearing it up left and right but anyways I think for me like my journey with music has been like you know again like it's it's hard to like let go of music maybe you remember listening to back in the day but like the important thing is like glorifying God and again like your soul and um yeah I def I don't know about y'all but I want to spend less time in purgatory <laughs> and so if uh cutting out bad music helps do that I will and you know I was de definitely very blessed in that like confession but also like even you know having accountability with friends that were like let's go in the car and listen to music and it was like oh that song is probably not the best to listen to and it was like super cool to have these friends and um you know keeping me accountable and also like feeling the same way of like yeah why are we listening to like crazy music and again it doesn't even have to be like just christian music but it had like it can be music that um you know is like having good messages and um again it's just like not leading your soul down a path that it shouldn't be um but it's it's crazy how like readily available especially through social media like you can like flip through your Instagram reels and it's like oh that song is um really catchy and then you like look at like the whole like minute and a half more of the song and it's like oh that's actually not a good song um but yeah that's definitely like something that is a constant thing to work on and um is not something that's fixed overnight but you know being obedient to God and just like giving that to him of like Lord I'm really trying to um you know work on I'm glorifying you and um this is like a, a struggle or a temptation like he he gives his graces and his mercies are just endless um and if you don't believe me ask our girl saint faustina because she'll she'll tell you about jesus's mercies i'll tell you what <laughs> i'll tell you what i'll tell you what <laughs> you're funny but no she she's not lying <laughs> good stuff mm, mm. <laughs> that was so funny <laughs>
Um, mm, yeah, it's so great because some of my favorite like moments, like I mean, there's so many favorite moments, but especially with these girls, with Bridget and Mary, and a few of our other friends back at school, it's just like going for a nice drive, like windows down, just having some good music like it's so great because you're like oh ooh, like I heard this new song or like oh guys you need to listen to this song like just listen to the lyrics <laughs> and like we're just cruising and it's just like ah <laughs> it's like such a beautiful gift to be able to share like music is art mm. um and so many vast different like forms of it but yeah, I truly believe that music should only elevate you to, like, have a feeling of praise. So it's just really cool that, like, like Bridget kind of started in the episode was just saying of how music adds so much to, like, so many different experiences. And it kind of just, like, fills those empty spaces or just, yeah, it just makes something whole a lot of times mm. um i think it's time for our hot topic <laughs> favorite, favorite part of each episode <laughs> yes um mary came up with this one today but i i think i will have to introduce it for her <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so let me just read it the way she wrote it. Okay. Oh, yes. So, since we've been talking about music all episode, why not continue on with the same topic, but ask a maybe somewhat controversial question. Which decade has the best music? Um, hmm. <laughs> honestly, I think this would really depend. Like, if you were to ask me this in, like, six months, I probably would give you a different answer. So, right now, I'm really into the Beatles. <laughs> like, I've had, you know, different um, Beatles albums just, like, circling my head in my car playlist. So, I'm going to have to go with the 60s. I feel like that was, like, their prime. Um, And I don't know. Like, I just have distinct memories of, like doing house chores and uh listening to like the Beatles or like those old um songs I guess that like my grandparents like grew up with and a it like makes me think of them and then b I just like love I love because they're just like good-hearted you know like the Beatles you just can't go wrong with them um so yeah I I have to say that the 60s is pretty good um if I had to pick a close second it definitely would be like the 80s yeah uh I, I don't know. I think that one because, like, I love 80s movies, like, Back to the Future and Pretty in Pink and The Breakfast Club. And, like, those are, like, really good movies and good music. And, yeah, nothing compares. It doesn't. I like how you said um, it might change in six months. That's, yeah, it's definitely a very very relatable <laughs> um ah, I don't know what I would choose hmm I 
I truly don't know, but I don't know if I have a favorite one because there's just so much music throughout, like, every decade. But my favorite decade from, like, the music, like, childhood music, I guess, that I still listen to a lot now, um, probably also, like, the 80s, like, 80s, 90s-ish. With, like, all the, like, Mexican and South American bands. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was, like, the rock music. But, like, oh, yeah. Definitely back then. Like, Caifanes. Inanitos Verdes, like I said. Um, but then also, I'm pretty sure the Cranberries were around that time. Um, which was also super fun. And just the other like my parents also listen to I guess a lot of British music too um anywho like that's such a great era of music like the like late 80s early 90s <laughs> um yeah anywho so great but yeah I don't know as of right now I don't know if I have yeah I know I don't know <laughs> So yeah, like I said, eighties, nineties. Mm. I I love the cranberries. That like, my mom really loves them, and she loves to bake while listening to the cranberries. And I think the song that I really only know, and like it's a popular one, but it's the the dreams one. It's so, <laughs> so good. It is. It is. They're so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Like I went I went to the drive-in last night, and I saw Jaws, which a, is a good movie. <laughs> um and b again like just older so it's just it's good i love it the quality is just fun um but i was like thinking about that like it made me think of greece um because they have that like part in the movie with the drive-in and i just like i really do love like just the how like we didn't grow up with this music Uh but you know like here we are 40 50 60 years later and like listening to this music to this day it's so cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) well um, to all our listeners, Mary um, is not able to answer this question, unfortunately, because she um, her connection got lost. So again, because we're all so like we're all three of us again, for those of you who know this or um, for those of you who are listening to us for the first time, Mary is in California, Monse is in Indiana, and I'm in Connecticut. And so to, to like record our, our um, podcast we um do skype and um yeah mary's skype is down so it's just monte and i right now but honestly (laughs) what what um what decade do you think she would have picked uh honestly i was kind of thinking that she might do like ah shoot I was thinking, like, definitely pre-2000s, for sure. No, I was thinking that, too, especially, like, because she said, and, um, you know, her brother and her sister. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, a decade older than her. A lot of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, this would totally be Mary. But, yeah, Uh, I love it. What's that one? Oh, my gosh, I can't remember. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. I know, yes. like, that, like, era of music. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. She loves. And so, like, yeah, I think, like, 70s, 80s. 
would be sure. would be her favorites. I might be wrong. That like we might be wrong. That'd be totally yeah, cool. right. <laughs> I definitely feel like that is that's Mary. <laughs> Why hello there, lol listeners. So Mary here. I am so sorry. I had to ditch out on that last episode early. Um, actually had to leave to uh, help a cousin out. Um, yeah, she uh, basically I had to I had to go um, to house sit and dog sit for her. So um, yeah, I had to leave early, but thankfully I was able to catch most of the rest of the uh, podcast. Um, just like listening to it, I just wasn't really able to add to it. But then at the end, I did have to sign off, so um, I never did get to say my favorite decade, which. Um, pretty, pretty amazing job to, uh, Bridget and Monse, shout out to them, like, uh, they, yeah, just slaughtered that, they killed that, um, because I was literally thinking of Fleetwood Mac, I feel like when I, like, came up with that hot topic question, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, I was like, oh, dang, they're just so good, um, so yeah, like, 70s, 70s, 80s, I, I feel like back in the day, I, like, had this uh, question brought up to me and I was like oh yeah 80s all the way and then like looking into some of the songs I was like oh shoot these are like from the 70s <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah I, I think I was actually gonna like surprise myself even and say 70s but I feel like yeah 70s 80s is like a definitely safer bet for me um I just enjoy so many songs from uh that time period, I guess. I also really enjoy just really old music, like with Ella Fitzgerald and like stuff like that. Um, like, uh, yeah, just like really old timey music and like kind of like those old Christmas songs. I just love how they just take you back and it feels so homey and uh, the quality of the audio is different and it's just, yeah, I don't know. I love it. Um, and yeah, just some really cool voices from that time too. And also like the musicianship I guess like of like the jazzy jazz bands in the background um pretty cool stuff yeah so um but yeah that's kind of just a little side note uh but yeah they did such a great job great job Bridget and Monse um 70s 80s was just yeah you killed that (laughs) anywho that concludes episode eight nine I always (laughs) always am one behind episode nine of living out loud um yeah music is cool listen to good music because if not what are you doing thanks for joining us and we'll uh see you on our next episode don't forget to live out loud